with the Afterwatch for watching Food Wars, episode 22, the one who surpasses the ordinary. I'm Tim. This is Ashley. Yeah, and this is a lot of fun. We're having these food battles, we're watching this stuff, but before we get into the episode, I uh, do want to remind you guys, as always, if you haven't already, subscribe. Let other people know what we're talking about here. We're talking about Food Wars, we're going to be doing finishing up season one very soon and then heading into season two uh, i don't think we're going to be doing the ovas uh i think we're good because the storyline yeah. continues right into this false selection continues right into season two yeah and the problem with the ovas they're side stories but also when i've done them on for other feeds for other shows it's really hard for people to find them they're not on like netflix or hulu mm-hmm. or whatever so I don't think we're going to cover them, at least at this point, until they're more available. Until you yeah. don't have to, like, pirate them some way or whatever, right? Yeah. So we'll just stay with the... We'll stay on track with the regular episodes and keep that going for now. But if you guys do want us to cover the OVAs or something like that, or have any questions or comments, things you'd like us to talk about here on the show, fictionalquestions at gmail.com is yeah. where you can reach us. Also... Uh, if you'd like to re- leave us a review over on the Apple Podcast, we appreciate that, too. Yeah, we would love it. Yeah. Getting back to the action. Last yeah. time. I mean, I guess it kind of circles back, does the previously on mm-hmm. kind of deal here. We uh, see how there's only going to be eight finalists from both blocks, A block, B block. We've been spending a lot of time in B block uh, with Megami, Hisako, and that witch girl last time, right? Yeah. Hojo. The Aldini brothers. We'll see them this time and, and all that. I think we kind of wrap up B Block this time. But. Yeah, after this one, it'll be over. The B Block is over. And yeah, because we see our a. main people from here and then we'll hit A next yeah. time. Anyway, getting into it. Right off the bat, Hojo. We've seen her before. She's that girl who kind of, what, just makes Megami feel bad? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess there's a lot of that making Megami feel bad about. Uh, Letting Soma help her so much, I guess. She's up there. She gets an 87 right away. And I don't know if I if I really think it's that great. Uh, it's this curry fried rice, but with pineapple in there. Kind of in the way that sweet and sour pork has pineapple yeah. in it. Like, I understand it. And I do get that where they're saying it's not overly sweet because it's salted inside the pineapple. Because not only is there pineapple inside, but it's also inside of a pineapple that she's hollowed out. Um, she's salt. She's salted inside, so she served it in a half pineapple. And that's probably why they liked it, because it was unique. Unique and different. But when I just think back to the apple risotto that I did and how sweet that was because it was apple on apple, I just don't get a good sense of it. So I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, they love it. Yeah, 87 points. They call her the Iron Dragon Girl. She's like striking this pose. <laughs> a striking blow to everyone else in the, you know, in the competition. Yeah. And she even throws this mean look over at Megami like, see, this is what real people can do, right? <laughs> just wait, girl. Just <laughs> wait. <laughs> yeah. Go back to A Block really quick. Everyone's really serious. Soma has always has this dumb look on his face. Mm-hmm. Because they're looking at the one judge who's only giving zero points. She hasn't scored a point oh, yeah, the, for the actual, anyone oh, yet. The actual uh, sister who owns the curry company. Yeah, yeah. So that doesn't look great. Heading back to uh, B Block, Yuki takes third with her uh, wild game curry. She has 86 points on there. It's kind of a duck cutlet in there 
with orange scent. That sounds pretty good. Because mm-hmm. I think the orange, uh, if it's not too overpowering, would go really well with the meat. Yes. They call her the Little Red Riding Hood uh, <laughs> of yeah, the Wild the Forest. forest. She's like in there. They show her like with the gun, with the shotgun. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. It's it's kind of silly when they do these little things. I kind of like it better these representations a little more sometimes than the uh, the food gasm stuff. Mm-hmm. But we get some of that too. Anyway, so yeah, she takes third. So we start seeing things move around because it's kicking the witch girl down and down and down further down, right? Because at first she was on top. Then Hisako kicked her down, and now, little by little, everyone's moving down. Mm-hmm. Um, Isumi, one of the Aldini brothers, the other yeah. Aldini one, the, the one who slimmed down randomly yeah, yeah. <laughs> during the summer months, shows up. He's got a curry calzone, which is, I kind of like the idea, because I like calzone, I like Italian food. Mm-hmm. Kind of makes it an Italian-style curry bread, where inside, um, there's all the curry, and the, the bridge of it, is this, like, really juicy tomato that he's using. He actually didn't use water at all, he says. That he cooked the tomatoes down and then used the juice from that. So they really like that. They say that a lot of times they think that, you know, they kind of discount him. He's writing the coattails of Takumi because, of course, Takumi, his his older brother, is a lot, uh, what, more vocal? He's Mm -hmm. always in Soma's face, at least. He's also putting up really good dishes, and being loud about that because he wants to be number one and stuff. Yeah. So Ismi kind yes. of kind of hangs back. I wouldn't, you know, say he's not noticed, but he's not recognized as much, I think. They call him the Explorer of Flavor <laughs> <laughs> Horizons. 87 points. Uh, did you see when it shows him? He's like dressed like Indiana Jones. Yeah. <laughs> the hat and it's the whip. pretty funny. <laughs> but uh, so now he, he's tied with Hojo. So, really, we have this, this competition where it's neck and neck at this point. All the people we know are scoring pretty well after, like, those no-names did not so great. But then, Takumi shows up. He's got a curry pasta, kind of uh, fettuccine-like. Yeah. It's like uh, there's and beef I, I like and this chicken dish. in the This dish looks really stock. cool. Well, because the pasta has a surprise. Mm-hmm. So, not, like, uh, it's fettuccine pasta, so it's a little wider, you guys know. Um, right. And if, when they, when the judges take a bite of it, there is something inside the pasta. Yeah. He layered it. Yeah. Three layers. Mm-hmm. And ba- there's, like, a, it's, like, I don't remember if it's Parmesan. It was, like, some type of cheese that is inside. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And it melted, and when it, when, when it cooked through, the it, it, it spread throughout, and it, like, uh, seeped into, into the, even yeah, more that one the judge noodle. is like, oh! He, like, yeah. gets it. How, how did you? Oh! <laughs> but uh, it really does well. And 90 points. Yes. So it's, I mean, what? Hisako got 92 points. So he's number two at this point. So he jumps up over the rest of them. And this is the man who carves out new flavor horizons. Mm-hmm. So his brother was the explorer of Flavor Horizons, but this guy carves out new ones. <laughs> and I guess, is he the one who surpasses the ordinary? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know, because Megami's next up, right? Yeah. So the brother, Isumi, is a little jealous. We even go back to him. We see yeah, them, a little flashback. flashback of him kind of upset. His dad kind of getting mad at him because 
Takami, everyone always wants Takami to make their meal, right? Yeah. And Isumi... He's like is, the star brother, you would say. He's like right. the... I don't want to say he's a better cook, because, I mean... We don't I, know that yeah. for sure, but that's what is usually comes across, yeah. Yeah. and that's what people recognize. So Isumi is always kind of out there trying to mix it up and change things, and the dad didn't like that, kind of yelled at him. And the brother, uh, Takami, comes to him then at one point and says... Come on, together we're going to open up our own business. It's yeah. going to be great. We're like the Mezzaluna, right? That, yeah. That thing that he uses with the, the two-handled the blade. The two-handled blade. I love that thing. That's yeah, so they're like, that's how he represents the two brothers. They're two parts of the same uh, cooking establishment or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they each bring something to the plate as far as that goes. That's kind of a nice thing that Takami says right there, that you're a part of this too, even though he gets all the glory sometimes. Yeah, Isumi is like very, uh, he was very sad. He was like crying. Yeah. And I was so sad. I was like, oh no. I didn't think he'd like be sad like that, but he did. He was sad. Yeah, so because cute. we don't really see him. A lot of times yeah, we only see him making fun of his yeah, brother. Yeah, or like he's always just smiling in the background. <laughs> and, and kind of, yeah, so he always <laughs> seems always kind grinning. of jovial. Yeah, so we think of him as like kind of a, a easygoing kind of guy. Yeah, like I wouldn't, like when I first saw this episode, I, I, w- I never thought about him, you know, being Trying. sad that he's not as big as his brother. Yeah. Like as big as of a Kind of in his, his shadow. Brother. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I, I, mean, I didn't think of it that way because this whole time he's just been so, you know, happy and joyful and yeah. like always just making jokes uh-huh. and like trying to like baby his brother. Well, but, it's not just, I mean, it's also, he's the one that's kind of dragging his brother off when he gets a little too crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's that person Yeah, in exactly. So I just, you know, I don't know if anyone else was thinking that way too. Like we just weren't thinking that he would be, you know... I, I, he would be in the situation. Anything more than the jokester. Yeah. It's kind of funny, though, at this point, Urara is the hostess, whatever, is talking. Alice totally interrupts her. <laughs> and she gets so mad, but it's like, yeah. I got tired of you mm-hmm. talking. Because Alice <laughs> is like one of those people that thinks that she can do whatever she wants as well. She really is. Is that because the family I heritage think it's a family there? thing. Yeah. She's got money. She's She's from a knockery. A, yeah, she's from a very, very well known family. Yeah. So she's like, I can do whatever I want. We even see that with this dish where they're like, Is this even curry? Yeah. She's like, everything on there is curry. Yeah. But when we look at it, <laughs> It looks like kind of these different shapes it of meats like an and art stuff. Piece. Yeah, it looks like an art. It looks really cool, actually. It looks like something from the future. Yeah, it just <laughs> looks like one of those fancy, really. You know, you go to a, like a top-notch restaurant in like New York or something or LA, and you pay so much money for the meal, but it doesn't even fill you up. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. Those like meals that are like worth so much money. But it's like just a little tiny portion and it looks cool. It looks cool. cool. Well, well, the judges don't even know what to say at first. They kind of freeze up. They're a loss of words. Yeah. Like these people are used to talking. Just like, what is What this? do we do? Because it's hot. It's cold. They call her the global innovator. They give her 95 points. And she's even like, what? Not 100 points? And she was upset. <laughs> but that beats... You know, Hisako, that beats, someone actually beat Miss Secretary. Yeah. And is it just the innovation, right? It's something they had never seen. They had no idea what they were looking at. Well, it was still curry. Yeah, the combination of everything, like the hot and the cold and the crispiness. 
it, it just like blew their mind. It I was, think it, it really did. Just like what is I? They never had anything close to that ever before. I think. So, yeah. So. So they were just like. Okay. Their mind was blown. Yeah. I guess that's why they had to give her such a high point, high points, because they just were like, whoa. So then we're left off with two people, Isumi and Hojo, who, you know, have a tie. And so they start going into, you know, Arara starts going into the whole spiel about how they're going to have to have a uh, runoff voting and all this kind of stuff. And all of a sudden, Megami's over there like, uh, I haven't served. I, <laughs> I still uh... have my, my dish. I was wondering that, too, when I first saw I was like, wait. Megami hasn't gone yet. <laughs> yeah, it's like, wait a minute. Yeah, was, she she like, was in this block, right? Yeah. But, yeah, she, you get so involved up. with the brothers, you, know, yeah. you, you forgot about it. Exactly. But we know that she was there because she had the whole monkfish thing. We saw that, her suspended cutting that she was doing all dramatic. Yeah. Anyway, she brings up her dish. Her fishing friends have showed up. They're in the crowd. They're, like, cheering her on. And everyone's like, who are these people? You know, like, they're kind of rough. Who are, how are these her friends? And even one of them's like, go stick him in the craw, and all that kind of stuff. You're just like, but... It's uh, the guys from back home. It's it is. the guy who taught her to do the monkfish do cutting. Do the suspended and cutting. And the other guys, the other fishermen around, they all came to cheer her on, which is so sweet. Yeah. So it's this monkfish dojiro curry, and they're eating it, and they're like, oh, this is... This is heaven. It's like so. Yeah. It's like so nice. It just shows this personal touch and a lot of attention to detail. Mm-hmm. They start talking about the vegetables, and she's like, "Yeah, I wanted to highlight vegetables from my hometown. This yeah. is this dish is who I am." We even see a flashback of the mom, you know, being shown that. Oh, you mean Megami made all this stuff? And and yeah. talking about, hey, you can go to this cooking school. Megami's like, well, I just want to work here. You know. Yeah. Kind of like the same Soma thing, right? Mm-hmm. We've seen that before. It's like, well, you can come back here if you want, but it'd be really good for you to go out into the world and, and get that experience, you know, see yeah. what is out there. See if you can come back here if you want, and we'd love that. I'd love that for you to be around, but you should at least see if there's other things you might want that to do instead. That you're interested in, yeah. yeah. So you're, you're at your fullest happiness, you know? So we see a lot of things going through Megan's mind as these scores start popping up. She's thinking about all the failures. She's thinking about how she even lied to her mother about how things were going when she was failing in these things and saying, oh, it's, yeah, it's okay, it's good, things are going well. Yeah. All the way to, you know, Soma helping her out, just the journey of what she's been doing and, you know, going it alone and just all the tears and everything that's been involved in that. And we see her getting 17s and 18s and all this kind of stuff. Ends up, she doesn't take the top spot or anything, but she gets fourth place. Yeah, which is passing. She beat out Hojo. And Isumi. Yeah, exactly. But she beat out Hojo, which at this point, Hojo kind of looks over her as everyone's cheering her on. Like her, she does have everything she Mm -hmm. needs, you know. So really, I mean, I guess, I mean, I don't know how much more of Hojo we see. I don't know. She's around. All these people are introduced to get our main players to a place where they need to be. Yeah. And a lot of this season has been Megami coming from almost nothing, like exactly, failing, yeah. to actually succeeding and doing succeeding very well. on her own. Mm-hmm. Maybe not doing the best because you know she still has room to grow, and there's still more seasons of that, right? Mm-hmm. But getting to a place where she feels comfortable, at least she sees that she can do it. On her own in a huge competition like this. Anyway, so that was great to see. 
we see a lot of our favorite people, the Aldinis and Megami, doing well. But yeah, so I guess that's how it it ends up. Alice, Hisako, uh, Takami, and then Megami. Those are the four that are on top for B Block, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the end of that. Yep. And so when we go back to A Block, and that's going to be a lot of next time, everyone's just getting bad scores still. Yeah. That Natsume girl that we said yeah. before has not even given one point at all. And so no one really wants to go up next, but they call up Kurakiba. Yeah. Yeah, bandana guy. Alice's boy toy, whatever. And he's crazy. <laughs> well, he seems pretty okay right now. Mm-hmm. But wait for the bandana. <laughs> That's next time, though. Yep. But until then, our watch has ended. I've been Tim. This has been Ashley. Take care, guys. Characters. Fictional characters. Am I am I getting through to you at all?